When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get Brett Phillips on the line to talk through all of the ramifications from matches in the tennis world in the lead-up to the Australian Open. Good morning to you, Brett. Morning, Trent, Michael. Good to speak to you guys. How did we go with the qualifiers yesterday, mate? Yeah, seven of the 15, uh, Trent, through. We've got another uh, 10 10 Aussies to suit up first round uh, today. So, yeah, I think 25 all up across the men. And the women, so yeah, a bit of a mixed bag. And I suppose the story out of that is uh, Arena Rodionova, which has obviously um, yeah, caused us some headlines, obviously yes. not getting a wild card in the first place to the Australian Open and then having to go through qualifying as our number one ranked Australian female and she loses in the first round. So I know she's had uh, a fair bit to say, but I've got to tell you, uh, to be quite frank, um, this wild card discussion comes up every single year. Uh, we've done our own uh, personal sort of investigations into it at the first serve and written some feature pieces on it, spoken to some key people. And I'm, I'm getting tired of it, to be totally honest. I mean, a wild card uh, is a bonus. It is something you shouldn't expect or you're not entitled to uh, unless you are at the cutoff for direct entry, and that's because your ranking's good enough. And so we have this debate every year about wild cards. And obviously the four majors who are independent entities at their discretion can pick local homegrown players to get a wild card. And I actually think that's wrong. I think you get there on your own merits. I think wild cards should only be saved for former Grand Slam champions who might have been out of the game. So we've got obviously Osaka and Kerber and Wozniacki, all who have gone and um, given birth and had 18 months out of the game with maternity leave. And they're deserving of a wild card. Uh, and then I think, you know, open up more qualifying spots through the qualifying. But, you know, to be handing out wild cards, in our case, to players ranked 200, 250 in the world, 300, to me, you haven't earned your stripes. So there shouldn't be any gripes about this <laughs> whatsoever. Um, but, you know, that's that's been sort of par for the course for a long time at the Slams because they inject the most money into the sport, have the right to, you know, um, put their homegrown players forward because it is a home slam. I get it, but I don't like it. Where, where does it leave her now, um, BP, do you think? Well, she's got to, you know, just battle away. I mean, she's 34 years of age. She's never been inside the top 100. Yes, absolutely acknowledge, Michael, the year that she had in 2023. She went and grinded, rolled up her sleeves, did it without a coach, travelled to all corners of the globe to get her ranking back from uh, just outside 300 to just outside 100. Well done. 78 matches she won. Huge tick. Uh, she won a couple of matches in Brisbane. Uh, look the goods, uh, but you know she's been in this position many, many a time, and she's 34. She's been around a while, and you know has never been able to get inside the top 100. If you're there, you absolutely get in on direct entry, and you've deserved your spot. Uh, so she's got to just simply roll up the sleeves like she did this year, and you know get inside the top 100 for the first time, and that argument probably ends. Just quickly before we let you go, mate, the Aussie highlights across Adelaide and Hobart yesterday. 
Yeah, well, Hobart, uh, certainly we didn't quite see Olivia Gadecki get over the line last night, but Daria Seville, uh, you know, she could maybe win this tournament. She's in good form, uh, Dasha, and has been top 20, so she'll be in action tonight. Uh, our guys were terrific yesterday. I've got to say, Jordan Thompson, Trent, from your neck of the woods in Sydney, he is having a really good start to the year. I mean, he won uh, convincingly yesterday, obviously made a semi-final in Brisbane, beats Nadal, He's close to his career high of 43. You know, this year he's got to be aiming to be, you know, inside that top 40. He's 29 years of age. You know, as fit as anyone on the tour. He's a just his IQ, the way he constructs points. He's such a, you know, um, a great tennis player to watch. Um, doesn't always have the big weapons to blow you off the court, which has probably held him back from being a top 30, top 20 player. Uh, but Jordy's in some terrific form. Takes on Musetti tonight in Adelaide, which you know, he's the fourth seed and a very good player. Chris O'Connell, Alex Bolt, all had wins. Uh, Kuyong gets underway today, which is a, a great uh, lead into the Australian Open. So we get a look at the young gun uh, Yannick Sinner for the first time. Uh, this is only his, this is his only preparation for the AO with the great uh, Darren Cale, the coach extraordinaire in his corner, Sir Andy Murray, Holger Runa. Yeah, it's a good field and the qualities will continue. So, yeah, there's plenty going on um, right across the country today. BP, we love your work, mate. There's lots going on in the tennis world over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm sure you'll keep us informed. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. Cheers.